Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Astrology for Real Life, a no BS guide for the astro curious. I'm also your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 203 of Astrology Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on astrology. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Today, we're talking about Lunar Cycles for Business, and my special guest is Leslie Tagorda. Welcome, Leslie. Hi, Teresa. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So I before we get started talking about Lunar Cycles, I want to tell people, uh, you've written two books, and I think these books are really fabulous. Uh, one of them is called Star Power Brand, Star Powered Brand. Uh, the subtitle is Becoming the Luminous Leader You Were Born to Be. And you also put out this 200 or 2021 <laughs> New Moon Rituals for Entrepreneurs. Design your success with the power of the moon. I want to know how you got into astrology and astrology for business. I mean, the books are fabulous. I love them. So how did you start? Yeah. So I, I, I've had a business since 2004 doing branding and design and website work for people, but I've always been like a closeted spiritual person. Like before, like Instagram was like filled with every new moon intention and all this stuff. I would say back in at, at the early 2010s, the early aughts, I guess, but we call them now. I don't know. <laughs> I had this passion project because I started, I first discovered new moon rituals and, and I, d- I didn't know anybody who was doing new moon rituals at that time. You know, there might have been full moon circles or something, but I had this astrology bestie, another Gemini. Um, and we would do these new moon rituals where we would just kind of plant our seeds of intention. Like both of us were single at the time and we were really focused on finding our partners. And it was one day I was like, wow, look at all that I've created like everything that I've set my intention for, I've manifested. I was like, why don't I start doing this for business? And so I started doing this for myself in business and just saw fantastic results. And then I wasn't quite ready to put it into like my business just yet. And so I, I released on Etsy, I made this little new moon ritual kit, I guess. And I called them bliss kits and I didn't have a following or anything. And so I just put these things into the world. And that was kind of my first foray into developing new moon rituals for business. And as my business grew because of my new moon rituals, I was like, I need to get this out into the world. So even though I just wrote my first book last year, I'd really been doing this in kind of an abstract way for about 10 years with fantastic results. That's so interesting because, you know, for myself, I grew up with farm folks and farm folks always had the farmer's almanac. I mean, I remember my uncle always having them laying around, you know, the house at his house. And, you know, the farmer's almanac would always tell you when to plant, when to fish, when to do this, when to do that. And I remember also a long time ago saying, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I started following the moon and astrology for business. And just like you, when I started applying it, it was like, oh my God, those farmers knew something. The yes. stars really do show us how to live in rhythm. Um, I really believe that. 
Yeah. And it's so funny, right? Because there's like the non-believers, right? (laughs) Who are like all based on science and evidence-based. And I'm like, well, you know, how can you, how can you dismiss the moon? I mean, the earth and the moon, we evolve together. Moon seasons affect the tides, affect the weather. Um, I remember I had this one class and this woman was like, I don't believe in astrology at all. But, you know, my husband and I, we are planting these peas one day and my husband's like, no, we're going to wait to just the right time. And she was like, I didn't have time to wait for that day. I want to plant now. And so she planted her peas and her husband planted a few days later to wait for the new moon phase. And she's like, well, needless to say, my husband's peas outpaced mine (laughs) so much more bountifully. That's how it works. I mean, and as women, we also know with our cycles, our cycles are very much aligned with the moon too. And that is something, so we get to feel it every month. I mean, and that is something I also thought about a long time ago. We are living and feeling it. Why not work again with those rhythms? And you mentioned the word intentions, by the way. Um, And I want to make sure for my audience, they understand what you mean when you're talking about intentions. Yeah, so there there's a subtle difference to me between an intention and a goal, right? A goal is like, okay, I want to make $10,000 this month or something. But an intention is it's more free. It's more expansive than a goal. It's simply by saying like, I want to make maybe $10,000 or more (laughs) for whatever reason there. And I'm not able to find the exact words or definition at this moment in time. Thanks, Mercury retrograde and shadow. Um, (laughs) But an intention just feels so much more expansive. Like Mm -hmm. there's this, this direction and this goal this accomplishment that you want to create in life, but you don't want to specify it so that something bigger or better can't happen for you. How would, how would you define intention? I, I think that's a really beautiful way of, of setting it uh, or, or stating it. You know, I always see goals too as like something that needs to get done. Whereas I think intentions have more of a something I desire to get done. It has a more magical feeling to it. Yes. There's more space in it where we yeah. don't, and sometimes in goals, we get caught up on all of the, how are we going to get there? And then before you know it, you've quashed your intention because you're so stuck on all of the little details that a goal would give you that then you don't end up planting anything because you can't yes. see past. How is that going to happen? Right. And you know, the other thing is with goals, goals are like, they do cause you sometimes stress thinking about those little steps. Whereas an intention has faith, pure faith. Yes. That's the difference. And I I really love that. And then when we work with like, you know, with like a new moon intention, we're placing that faith in whatever highest self or spirit or spirit guides that are going to actually support us when we get really clear with what we want right? Then everything else can come, come through spirit and help us achieve it through strategy. Absolutely. Now you said also that you saw a lot of these new moon things over on Instagram. Why do you think the new moon is so popular and so powerful? Well, you know, I think it's also just this power with the rise of astrology coming into four and everybody who's using astrology in all these magical and different ways. I just, it boggles me. I love the creativity. Um, And I think people just really return to spirit and seeing like, okay, well, you know, there is evidence that science and spirit now are coming together, right? Science is finally being able to quantify spirit. (laughs) And for us, 
for us that never had the who needed the evidence, we just already felt it. It's like, oh, see, spirituality is coming to the fore. So one of the things with like Instagram, I think maybe Instagram and social media really helped amplify spirituality and astrology in a way because people are finding their niches and their communities and saying, oh, look at this, look at this. And so before people were always about the full moon, right? Because we can see the full moon, that was easy. And people didn't really know about new moons very well. But now that it's all over, everybody's talking about new moons. It's this it's just there. And once you start looking for it, you see it <laughs> just coming at you. Right. And those of us who have been working with it for so long, we're kind of like, oh, we already knew about this. What took you so long? Yes. Well, and, you know, I just recently discovered something at the very end of 2020. Um, a friend of mine, just kind of in the business world, um, she's a Jewish woman, and she invited me to a Jewish circle called Rosh Harash. Is that, I'm not exactly sure if I'm saying it correctly, but she was like, we've always had a tradition for women um, of new moon circles where we set our intentions. And it blew my mind wow. that it was always there because, um, I'm half Jewish. My mom is Jewish, but raised in Hawaii. So there, there wasn't really any Jewish culture that was brought into my life. And when it was like full circle, when somebody told me that there was like this Jewish tradition of new moon circles for women, I was like, well, of course I was always drawn to these new moons. It's in your blood. I mean, it's really in your blood. And for me, growing up with farm people, it's in my blood also. That's the way you know, my family did things. It was always the moon. It was always those little farmer's almanacs. I just think that's so fascinating. And they, and my family wouldn't think of any of that as like witchy or anything like that. You know, they just, it's just simply what you did. That's what farm people did. And then now there's all the biodynamic farming and organic farming. And they're like, oh, we're using this new technology of planting with the moon. It's like, no, it's not a new technology. Right. It's been around forever and ever and ever. So, you know, one of the things that both of us do is that we set new moon intentions for business. And that may sound to some people like, business, a business and spirituality, I think a lot of people look at that like this can't go together. So, which I think is malarkey. But um, I'd love you to explain how you can set new moon intentions for business. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you don't know anything about astrology, it's just like looking at once a month, you can just make space and make time to get really clear on what you want to create, right? Once you start to know a little bit of astrology, and if you use the astrological tools, then the new moon, as it goes through each of the zodiacs can like really specify your intentions, like, okay, well, we have our Pisces new moon coming up. Well, this is the time to bring in ease and flow. Like what needs to be simplified in your business? What more imagination or interconnectedness do you need to bring into your business? Once you get even deeper into astrology and you know your chart, you can look at where the new moon is activating, like which house is being activated. So for me, this upcoming new moon in Pisces activates my 10th house. Ah, (laughs) right so it's like okay activating my 10th house of my career and my public life so how can I bring ease and flow into being more visible what intention will I set there 
oh, now you're a real astro techie, astro nerd. Okay, do you have any other planets that are being um, in your natal chart that are being activated by square or trine? If it's if you have other trines in your chart natally being activated, it's like, okay, what's here to support you? Mm. And if you And for me, I have a square. Okay, what creative tension (laughs) needs to come through? And so you can just get like so deep depending on your personal knowledge. But if you don't have any knowledge, it's just like, what do I want right now? And using that new moon time to plant those seeds of what you want and trusting in spirit to help you. One of the things that I really love about your new moon ritual for entrepreneurs that's very different from, you know, there are new moon books out there that I like. But you've got these questions. Uh, you've got things in here, not just the information, but you've got these journaling prompts, these questions to distill your intention. And I think that's really brilliant because, you know, oftentimes when we think about, well, what do I want for my business? Well, I want to make X amount of dollars or I want to do this or I want to do that. And we don't really get super clear. And I think if you are not super clear, that really has a way of, watering down what you want if that makes sense yes for sure so I want to look at the new moon I'm going to open up the new moon in Pisces here and I just for people who are listening you know so they can get an idea of what we're talking about here all right better look too yeah so I got it here the new moon in Pisces happens on March 13th 2021 so if you're listening sometime later way after this you know um, this is just an example of your ideas. But one of the things here we got are some journaling prompts, again, to distill your intention. And you have, what is the vision of your business that your highest self wants you to have? That's one of the questions. Uh, Also, what do you want to reform in your business? I mean, these are questions that are going to get people to drill down and really start thinking about what is it? What do you want your dreams to tell you about your business vision? I mean, this is really great. Uh, So what would be your advice to somebody? Let's say, they don't have your book and they're kind of like not sure how to get clear on what their intention is. What would be your advice? Yeah. That, the idea of what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, um, so those questions that are sparked in here are based on the astrology of the day. Right. Right. And so if we know that we have a Pisces new moon, we want to think about the themes of Pisces in our business. So maybe there's like some creativity that needs to come through. Um, Pisces is one of those kinds of one of those signs that is very intangible, intangible. And so people who have a lot of Pisces have a really hard time getting clear with things. Mm -hmm. And so using your logic to get clarity in a Pisces season is not going to work. It's about connecting to spirit. It's about connecting to divine. It's about getting messy and using your imagination, making music or listening to music, looking at art, using the abstract ways to get into what you want, right? For Pisces season. If you're listening to this for the Aries new moon, then we're looking at like, okay, well, what motivates you? Mm. Yeah, right. Aries. New, I find the Aries new moon is good for getting things started. Yes, <laughs> you know. So, and that that new moon, if you're listening now, is going to be happening April 11th or 12th. It depends on what your time zone is. So, you'll definitely, depending on your time zone, we'll want to check in on that because um, I think that makes a difference to be really aware of when the time is, so that you can really be clear about setting those intentions. 
Yes. It's, and you know, we, when you want to, if you want to really maximize again, right, your new moon intention, you want to set your, you know, do your new moon intention or ritual and ritual doesn't have to be complicated, but you want to make sure that you're doing it like right after that when the moon and the sun meet exact, you don't want to do it before you don't want to do it exactly at that moment, you know, wait just a little bit until the moon starts making, adding some light before you want to plant those seeds. I tell people like around 35 minutes after the exact new moon is like your perfect time. Do you, what do you, what do you think about that? Well, I think, you know, I think um, you either doing it right on top of it or very close before or after is really good. You want to be as close to that. But I've also had times where it just didn't work out. And I had to do it maybe hours later. And it seemed like the intention still worked out for me. So sometimes depending on what's going on in your life, you may have to put it off. But I've got another question for you now. So I have an astrologer that I follow very closely who says you should never set intentions on an eclipse ever. Ah, What do you think about that? Okay, well, that's a loaded question, right? I think, and this gets into this place of where if you're really, if you know your astrology, if the eclipse is on us on us on the south node, right? It's like, okay, that's kind of like this real wild card, right? Like things can sometimes like what you really want is gonna come at you in a really strange way when you're setting that intention on on the south node. But for the north node eclipses, And and that's why the intention is really important to have like spaciousness in the, (laughs) and not like hold on to like the exact outcome. Um, So I feel to me, and this is a wishy-washy answer. (laughs) (laughs) You have to really like know what you want and really trust your intuition in terms of like, is this a good time to set the intention or not? What do you, what do you feel about that? Well, I like to tempt fate. I like to tempt fate. So I'm one, of, I'm one of those types. I'm like, on one hand, I'm superstitious as could be. But other times I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that anyways. And see what happens. Yeah. Like a mad scientist, you know. And I'm born near an eclipse. So I also tend to function really well around eclipses. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of open about it. You know, that got kind of stuck in my head, though, when uh, they said that. I'm like, oh, I wonder if I've been really tempting fate too much. but it hasn't seemed to impact me negatively. So I don't know, maybe I'm lucky. Well, no, like you have that, you know, that T-square, you are here to tempt fate. I mean, (laughs) it works for you. Yeah, but for somebody who should tempt fate, they should probably be a little more careful, would you say, or put it off? Yeah, you know, I would put it off. If, okay. if you have to, if, if you're really questioning yourself, like, should I do this or should I not do this? Then put it off. <laughs> that is great advice. If you can't go, because don't you think also, if you can't go into it like gung ho, then you're probably also creating that weird hesitancy. Yes. You're planting the doubt with it. Ooh, I don't like doubt. Don't, I, no, I don't like doubt either. Yeah. I, I've spent too much of my life doubting myself. That yeah. I'm not, in, I'm not, I'm not into back. doubt, not into <laughs> no. the. So you said rituals can be simple, uh, and I agree. I'm very much about doing things that are simple and straightforward. What it would be like one very simple ritual that somebody could do for a new moon for their business, what would you recommend? Yeah, it's, you know, 
I think everything for me is a ritual, like even like before coming on, you know, for the to record this podcast, I set my intention, I ground myself, I take a deep clearing breath, I clear my mental emotional space. And I say, Okay, this is what I want to do. I'm like, please support me in coming on here with Teresa to have a fun and engaging conversation with as little tech glitches as possible. Right. And so it can be some as simple as that as just like creating the space before yes. you journal or before you speak out your words. To me, a new moon intention is like we use our voice where words have power. Right. Mm-hmm. And so to just utter simply in aloud, even if people are like watching you, you're like, what is this crazy woman talking to herself again? I'm always talking to myself and <laughs> saying what I want. Um, but that's just like a really easy, simple way to do a ritual. I love that. And I also um, think that astrology and tarot, for that matter, it helps people to become more intentional and conscious in everything that they're doing. One of the things I often say is most people are asleep at the wheel. And then one day they wake up and they're like, well, how did my life work out like this? How did I get here? And it's like, but you made decisions. And if you are following things like astrology and you're being intentional, you're stopping saying, okay, it's a new moon. Let me think about what I want. Or I'm going on this podcast. Let me take a moment to center myself. When we are doing that, we are creating the conditions for better things. Yes. I'm a firm believer in that. It's it's surprising how many people don't know what they want. Yes. Right? And it's not for, to me, it's not for a lack of not doing things. It's for lack of not just making the space to sit down and say, hey, Leslie, what do you want right now? Yes. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And then using the new moon, then, you know, it's like our monthly timer. New moon says, hey, what do you want right now? I'm here to receive your order. <laughs> yes, I love that. And and when we do those check-ins, when we are checking in, I mean, I just think that's where the magic begins with being awake, being present, being clear about what it is that you want um, and your motives and your intentions. I think when you do that with everything in your life, I mean, with your relationships, your business, yeah. all of that, it it just creates a much better path. Yeah. You know, going back like full circle, when you asked me at the very beginning, how did I get started with new mood intentions in my business? And, you know, I started off with just like, you know, 10 years ago, you know, before I, I met my husband and, you know, wanting a committed relationship and just the act of saying like, it wasn't like, oh, I just want a boyfriend or I just want this or that kind of relationship. I was like, wait, I want a committed relationship. And then the universe has started showing me of like how all the ways that I wasn't committing to myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And so it's really interesting. So how my life changed in like, really quickly after I started making intentions, because once I said what I wanted, you know, all the experiences would come back to me testing that testing what I wanted. But now I was very clear on that directive that what I wanted. And then I could finally make headway in um, manifesting and accomplishing my dreams. And, you know, people are like, can it be that easy? Yes. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's really interesting too. like you when I started my business, and I've been in business 30 years. I mean, I started it and out of rebellion, I like to say. And I remember in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing with business. I didn't. And it took me a lot of learning the hard way. And it was so funny when I started applying astrology to my business. 
it made me think a lot deeper about, well, what am I doing? Is this a good time to market? Should I launch this? Uh, Is this a good day for a meeting? When I really started following it closely like that, that's when also I think I became a better business person, as weird as that sounds. But it's just like the, the, the thing that you're saying about finding a relationship, it forced you to really address how you were committing to yourself. <laughs> I think for business people, when you really do sit down and pay attention to the planets, particularly the moon, it makes you a better business person because oh, you've yeah. got to start thinking about things. Yes. And, you know, following the moon, right? It's not always just about hustle, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And it's the wisdom that the stars and the planets, like, if we just pay attention, they're always asking us the questions. Yes. Always. (laughs) Absolutely. So let's talk about the full moons too. I know we mentioned that, you know, we all see the full moon there. We always see these full moon witchy rituals in movies and stuff, or, or we see, um, the full moon is a scary thing. But what about full moons for business? What do we need to know for our business? Yeah. Well, the way that I look at it, and I've I've seen differing things that I it, that don't work personally for me. Um, if we use that kind of the plant in planting and germination kind of symbolism and the cycles of it, the full moon phase is about the blossoming phase. Right. It's like when a flower, when a, if you had an apple tree and all the beautiful apple flowers start coming out before it becomes a fruit. To me, that blossoming, that energetic shift of expansiveness is the full moon. Right. So we have the sun illuminating the needs of the moon. And so this is a time, this kind of crisis time where not a crisis like the quarter moons, but this crisis of time like, okay. Did I get any flowers? <laughs> Did anything blossom? Because this is right before the manifestation phase. It, that's where the fruiting happens, right? So do I have flowers? If I don't have flowers, what prevented me from blooming here, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that, that, those are all the things that we need to release, right? We have to cut, we have to prune off all of the branches on the tree if we don't have enough flowers, right? So that we know that when we manifest, we can have, as you know, a bountiful fruit coming through. And so full moon phase is like, okay, what hasn't flowered yet? What do I need to let go of? And if you did have flowers, this is a time to celebrate and give thanks. I love that. I love that because you know what? We don't take enough time to celebrate. And I think especially <sighs> women in business. And now this is one thing I want to say. We need to celebrate our wins. Yes. We need to celebrate them out loud. And what a great idea to use the full moon for that. That's brilliant. Yeah, because we have to reflect, right? So I guess when the lunar phases work, if you, it's like a six-month manifestation process, right? So Pisces new moon, if we look six months into Virgo season, we'll have the Pisces full moon. Is that right? Did I do yes. my math right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we, we're doing our Pisces full moon. So if you plant your seeds today, and I always have a journal, I always have all my new moon intentions set down, right? You do too? Me too. Absolutely. Then, right. Then you can check back. You're like, oh my gosh, look, I totally accomplished this. Right. Yes. And then if you didn't accomplish it, okay, well be real with yourself. Why didn't that happen? right? Were, were yes. you committed to that intention? Did you take action on that intention? Or is it just a simple wish that you're not actually putting your hard work into? 
I love that advice. You know, I keep my journals too. I have my new moon journals and I always love going back and looking at them and saying, oh my God, look at all these things that worked out. Yes. That also helps you to see, you know, how you're working with the energy or not. So yeah, yeah but you're right. That's a good time then to check in and say, well, what did I not do? Yes. The work well, one of the things that you said earlier that I wanted to emphasize too, is that celebration, mm -hmm. right? If we don't celebrate and if we don't acknowledge our wins and be grateful, we're basically like giving a, you know, a middle finger to spirit and saying like, oh, we don't acknowledge you, <laughs> right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hello, kitty on your mobile phone. <laughs> yeah, we do have to be gratitude, grateful. We have to be, um, we have to be ready to celebrate. And I really think for women, it's especially, you know, we've just got to be doing that more and celebrating each other's wins. Yes. Celebrating each other's wins, recognizing, acknowledging our own wins. And just, you know, this, another simple key is like just seeing ourselves as successful. Yes. That's hard to do sometimes. Don't you think? Oh, I see it all the time. People mm -hmm. do not see themselves as successful. So if they don't see themselves as successful, nobody else is. Yes, I think that is so, so true. Anything else people need to know about lunar cycles for business? Oh, those are my two, those are the two that I commit to on a regular basis. Those are just the very, the easiest ones. Like don't overcomplicate things. You know, if, if things are too complicated, you're not going to do them. Um, your first quarter moon, if you want to add another layer, is like, let's take this into action. Whatever, you know, tell spirit you're committed. Do something that's going to help you um, accomplish your intention. Fourth quarter moon, take it easy. Rest, yes. rest a little bit. You know, what you said there is so profound because some people overcomplicate astrology. Oh, I was working with an entrepreneur a while back. And I'm like, wow, you've got this Jupiter return and these great aspects to your Jupiter. And she proceeded to go through all these other aspects to the point where it made my head spin. She goes, <sighs> well, but Uranus is blah, blah, blah. And Neptune is blah, blah, blah. And don't forget, this is, a, I mean, it was like all this stuff. And I'm like, but you've got this Jupiter <laughs> return and it's in this, it's in this great aspect. Stop putting all this other stuff in it. It's like, you're it was, it's almost made me feel like she was talking herself out of. Mm -hmm. doing something to work with that energy and she was creating all this complication and I think simplifying it it's not only so beautiful it's way more effective yes yeah that that that's such a, a really good reminder if like if you're making things more complicated and especially in Pisces season like knock it off yes <laughs> <laughs> so Wesley where can people um, find you if they want to work with you and learn how to use astrology for their branding and their business? Yes, that's a great question. Um, this Gemini rising is so scattered. There's so many places to find me. <laughs> that's awesome though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, I think a great place where I have my most fun is actually on my Facebook group. Um, it's called The Savvy Luminary. It's named after my Astrology for Entrepreneurs podcast, The Savvy Luminary. Um, so if you head over there into the Facebook group, it's a wonderful community. We're always talking about how to show up brilliantly and confidently in our business um, using astrology. So The Savvy Luminary on Facebook, or if you on Instagram, I'm at New Moon Creative CO. Awesome. And for people who are listening, uh, I want you to get a copy of Star Powered Brand. 
uh, become the luminous leader you were born to be. It's going to help you get more clear on your brand and presenting your work to the world in a way that makes sense for your astrological profile. I think it's a very profound book. Uh, I don't think anybody else has written this yet, so I love this. And also the 2021 New Moon Rituals for Entrepreneurs. And I hope, Leslie, you're coming out with books like this every year for the New Moon things because this is such a nice little journal um, and it it really has a lot of in-depth information. So I hope you're going to be doing this every year. Yes, I, I intend to. Now that I have that framework done, it's just... I, I absolutely love it. I just want, I want more people to be able to feel empowered and in control of their destiny. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. And I think the work that you're doing is helping entrepreneurs do just that. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Leslie. It's been a delight to connect again. Yes. Thank you, Teresa, for having me. All right, people, I hope you get in Leslie's world and make sure that you get these books. You're certainly going to want that. You're going to want both if you are an entrepreneur or if you're thinking about starting your own business. And be sure to listen to her podcast, The Savvy Luminary. I was on there recently. Um, And that's it. So if you're enjoying the show, I want you to take a moment and get on over to iTunes and do me a solid and leave a kind review because that helps more listeners discover the show. And of course, you know, I appreciate it. And a reminder, you can head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including my free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and so much more. And again, that's thetarolady.com. I hope to see you there. And of course, remember, no matter what's happening in the cosmos today, ultimately you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. If you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss. You've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.